You are listening to the podcast about people who make cool music. This is Beyond Synth. Capitão. Hey man, Andy Last, put you in the body cast. Blast in the past, Beyond Synth podcast. Beyond Synth podcast. Hey there, welcome to Beyond Synth. My name is Andy Last. I bet you're wondering, is that the new theme song? Well, no, it's not. Here's the real one. Hey there, welcome to Beyond Synth. This is episode 14. My name is Andy Last. On the show today is Protector 101. And uh, we are going through a particular album of his called Neon Collie, which was recently released. Recently, I say recently. It was recently when I interviewed him. Uh, I recorded this a long time ago. What happened was, this show, as it turns out, takes me a very long time to produce. And my original plan, I sort of underestimated how long this show was actually really going to take to make. And this episode was really just going to be a bonus episode that I was going to slot in between a couple other episodes until I realized how much work the show became. And then this show just sort of kept falling to the background. Eventually, I just decided, well, you know, we're finishing up season one here. Uh, there's one more episode after this. And I just thought we just got to get this episode out there. So that's why originally this was meant to be a bonus episode. And now it is just an actual episode. So enjoy it, because Protector 101's a nice dude. And there's also some other surprises we have in store. And one of those is, uh, there's a new feature on the show. There's a special phrase of the day, all right? And if anybody says this phrase in this episode, for whatever reason, one of our listeners will receive a fabulous prize. I'll pick them at random. It'll be uh, very exciting. So today, if at any point anybody says the phrase, the serial killer Richard Ramirez from the 80s, one of my listeners will receive a fabulous prize and will phone them up on air. Remember, the phrase of the day is the serial killer Richard Ramirez from the 80s. All right, I don't know if anyone's going to say it, but if they do, that's the prize. So remember the phrase of the day and enjoy my conversation with Protector 101. How you been? I've been okay. I've been tired. Lots of work and lots of stuff and lots of GTA. Yeah, man. When I play GTA, I really want to make sure I, I play all the stories. So I do a lot of fast traveling. Oh, do you? Like, especially with open world games, like the big ones. I like to do everything. Like, I kind of don't like to rush the story and then clean up doing all the side missions afterwards. I kind of like to do the side missions while I do the main story so that when I play the final mission, I'm playing the final mission. Huh. Interesting. So I take the taxi a lot. <laughs> Just like real life, huh? I grew up in Southern California for a good 20 years of my life there. And I, there was a lot of trips to Los Angeles. For me, it's like uh, it's like on a different level because like I see things that I know. So it's really mind-blowing. Wait, so what made you move where you moved? Girls make you do weird things, man. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda, my wife, she... Name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyways, so she moved out there with me for a few months, and then we ended up moving out to Maine, doing cross-country travel, like a week and a half or so. It was a pretty cool trip. Okay. But now I've been living here for about 10 years, 10 plus years, but I still miss it. Well, you get to relive it now playing GTA. I know, that's what I'm thinking, man. I was like, oh my gosh, the traffic is horrendous in Los Angeles. Rick from Synthetics Blog gave me the idea... Because he, he was thinking about doing something where, you know, like talk to uh, an artist or producer and specifically go over a particular album and, you know, just discuss it track by track. And the show is however long the conversation is. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to take your idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> And just want to let you know my dog is next to me, so he might make noise, and I'll try to tell him to shut up. Just to let you know, I'll be making dog noises. Okay, <laughs> but you won't have a dog next to you. No, I don't have one here. <laughs> I'll just move my mouth away from the microphone and do my impression of the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yes, Wilhelm, thank you. <laughs> I, wanted to talk. I, I heard that in, uh, gosh, what was it? Oh, I was playing Red Dead Redemption, and man, there's a lot of Wilhelm screams in that. I thought that was funny, though. I remember, like, when they threw it into the game and it made me laugh, because I think that was, like, the first game I've heard the Wilhelm scream in. I think you're right, and it's a Western, spaghetti Western video game, so it's, like, perfect, you know? Did you beat it yet? No, I haven't beat it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta beat Red Dead, man. I've said this a million times to everybody, but so many people didn't finish Red Dead Redemption, and I need to stress it for anybody listening who has played Red Dead Redemption and stopped when they got to Mexico because the game got too slow for them. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption has the best ending. It has the best ending this generation. It's worth getting to the ending because it's really awesome. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about it to more people, but like no one beat it. Right. Red Dead had a, a neat thing I've not seen an open world game do before, and uh, it's neat. I'm sorry, I was on my cell phone. What, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I know I got to finish it. I feel like I'm yelling at you. Uh, it's not just you that I've heard that. I've heard that from multiple people, so I know it's... So today, I'll keep this on point because I am a great host. <laughs> you are. I was going to talk to you about Neon Kali. Yes. And this was sort of an album that you were going to release, and then you didn't for a while, and then you decided to put it out. What was the history of this thing? This is going back when I started, first started Protector 101. I came out with the self-titled Protector 101, and that was kind of, I was fighting myself, you know. So then I thought, well, let's do a second album, but let's make it a little bit darker and sadder. Because a lot of the things that were coming out at the time were all about cars and women, you know, all the fun things from the 80s. And I wanted to do the exact opposite. Right. I mean, I guess we didn't even talk about this when I talked to you the first time, but the music you make, that wasn't just what just kind of came out of your head. Like you actually purposely decided this is the kind of music I want to make to be slightly different than what else was happening. I don't think it's not a conscious thing, maybe a subconscious thing. I always like to do things differently and maybe it comes out that way. I don't know. Have I just made you peer into your soul? I think I think you did, yeah. <laughs> I think I need to uh, finish playing Red Dead Redemption now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made a few tracks from Neon Calling. I'm like, okay, this is going to be my next album. 
and I'm not going to do anything else until it's done. Well, that never happens in real life. You get sidetracked. You start doing remixes. You know, real life events happen. You move to Maine. Well, <laughs> I was already living in Maine at the time. But uh, <laughs> a lot of those songs got put on the back burner, so to speak. Right. And my style of music started getting away from the dancier stuff and more into a soundtrack style. The music I was making at that point sounded really nothing like what I had envisioned for Neon Collie. Okay. So that's it. So the- <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> so then let's uh, let's walk through this release. Track number one, which is uh, Street Trash. Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Trash is a uh, 1980s like you know exploitation movie. I don't know. I just I love that kind of like blood and guts 80s kind of style movie. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I needed to make a song for that kind of style, and I just came up with this kind of groovy baseline. Oh, that kind of sounds like what street trash would be like, like the kind of music. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not really much to the song itself other than that. I mean, it just like I just thought it was a really cool track and then Nero 77 he got to hear it and he loved it so much he he made a music video out of it with street trash it's kind of funny because if you read the comments of that youtube video mm-hmm. oh my god the youtube comments it's it's crazy people are crazy they're they're going back and forth because like he also put in uh <laughs> toxic avenger cuts in there and there's people complaining that no there's not and yes there is and dude you don't know your horror movies and you know that it just becomes a back and forth kind of a deal. You'd think you wouldn't have arguments like that anymore, not only with the internet, but on the internet, where the internet could solve that issue. Right, yeah. I mean, and especially like Neuro77, he's been doing this so much, he puts it 
in the description what movies he uses. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, well, dude, what was that movie here? Like, well, I'll read the description. I get the impression that a lot of the morons that like write really stupid internet comments can't actually read, but they somehow have the ability to write. All their researching tools are gone when they use YouTube, you know, it's like... <laughs> Even though YouTube itself could be the research tool that could answer their question. Right, exactly. <laughs> but then you got to scroll up. You mean I got to open up another tab? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a bit about track number two. I actually dig this one. This one's cool. Do you say Lana or? Lana. Lana. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. The, the fancy way to say it. That's <laughs> how the French people would say yeah. it, probably. <laughs> how would the French people say it? Les Lanois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like an old Bugs Bunny cartoon. They just put Le and La in front of everything. Les Lanois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love French people, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just want to get that straight. You I know, know you're very I, cautious about hurting people's feelings. So. I know. I know. I just want everybody to be happy. Well, that's a good way to be. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is that what this song's about? No, it's not at all. It's about a uh, prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> samples are from risky business and it's about lana the prostitute that he sees in that movie are you a fan of risky business yeah i am actually i really really am i think it's a it's a really great movie plus with the tangerine dream soundtrack you're like wow this is really really cool yeah those dudes made some wicked scores man oh my god no kidding man i love to see them play live that's like one of the biggest things that powers legend like mm -hmm. I, I always loved the the score for that film and, and of course tim curry but yeah yeah did you ever watch the version without their score you know what i never did but i heard it was actually kind of good um well okay 
I don't like it. Okay. It's the score, man. Like, the score made that movie special. Right. That's what I was thinking. And in the director's cut, the score is just... It's fine. Like, it's not It's not like it's a poorly composed score, but it's very, like, unremarkable. Yeah. So yeah. the movie just almost made me fall asleep because without that score, Legend is a really weird film that's edited strangely. And even though, like, I do love it, but, like, it's got some weird cuts in there and it's it's got a weird pacing. Mm-hmm. But the music was so cool. Mm-hmm. And Tim Curry was so cool that that sort of powered the film. Right. And I don't know, man. The director's cut just, it's weird. Just weird. They did this thing where they must have done it on purpose. They just used alternate audio takes for like everything. Weird. You know, when you watch a movie enough that you get used to the way people say things mm-hmm. and legend, the director's cut, it's like they just took different audio for like every shot and used those. So like watching it just feels wrong if you've watched the movie enough. Yeah. Because every time someone opens their mouth, it's like. A slightly different performance, you know what I mean? And it's just it's, that's strange. It's, like, why? Yeah, it's really distracting. I always wanted to watch the because uh, there's, I think there was like three or four different edits of uh, Dawn of the Dead. Okay, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, not the remake or whatever. Um, and I always wanted to watch the Dario Gento version of it because it's supposedly the tone is darker. Mm. There's less jokes, and uh, I guess the score is different, too, even though I think it's still by Goblin. I never knew there was alternate takes of that, or alter, alternate yeah. takes. <laughs> alternate <laughs> versions. Yeah, the whole whole movie was shot in one <laughs> shot. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> they had like some like four-pack DVD of Dawn of the Dead, special edition, and it had every single different edit from a different director. So, Oh, interesting. Yeah, so. Different directors. Yeah, <laughs> craziness, I tell you huh i never heard about that i'll look that up yeah yeah so anyways lana <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> at a time when i started doing this kind of music it was um i was watching risky business a lot and um i wanted to make like a dream like dreamess kind of song about risky business but i wanted to do it just about lana because she's very beautiful and I love her. And, she, <laughs> and her dress is very nice in the movie. So <laughs> I hear sounds in the background. Is that your wife? Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, because my dog was flapping his ears. The way it sounded in my in my microphones was like, uh, the way it sounded in my microphones. Let's just sit on that for a moment. <laughs> let that one play out. I was going to let that go, too. <laughs> no, no. I wasn't. I'm too professional to let things like that slide. <laughs> Right. Let's move along here. We're going to talk about track number three, Summer Heat, Los Angeles. Okay, this song was, and I don't think anybody knows this, and I don't blame them because I never said it. This song is about uh, the serial killer Richard Ramirez from the 80s. Well, there you go. That was the secret phrase, which means a very lucky listener is about to go home with their very own copy of Sam Hagblood's latest album, Never Say Never. And that lucky listener is Sam Hagblood. Let's get him on the line. Hey 
there. How's it going? Hello, man. It's great. And how are you? I'm good, dude. Uh, are you excited? Yeah, I'm so totally excited, man. I love your show. I love this. This is awesome, dude. <laughs> You've won uh, you've won a copy of course of your own album Never Say Never. Wow, that's great, man. What's going on in Sweden right now? Not so much actually. I'm just sitting here and I'm really excited right now because I won my own record. Yeah. <laughs> but other, otherwise it's a uh, well it's evening and the moon shines and So what's on tap? Are you uh, working on something uh New, I know you oh. just you just released this wonderful album you've just won, <laughs> but uh, yeah. you guys are uh, working on something, you and uh, Joanna? Yeah, she's like we are working on stuff all the time. I know she's doing some st secret stuff that I can't tell you all about. It's really exciting stuff. And then we have the Christmas thing with uh, Mike. And uh, of course, I'm doing the audiobook thing as well. And that is, I think, the huge project that I'm working on right now with a lot of, lot of the... Synthwave artists. When are you hoping to have something done for the uh, the audiobook you're working on? We are launching a site for people, like a teaser site, and and for people to yeah they, who likes it who can they can go and follow, and see what's what's happening and the pro progress. Uh, I'm not really sure when it will be launched, but soon I hope. Yeah. Okay. So they can follow the work and you know get teased and but uh, you know if I, if I we're into something. I would love to have like a site to go on and you know see stuff and the progression of everything. And yeah, I written all the stuff, so that's ready. Okay. And now we have all the voice actors doing their parts. And well, that's cool. When did you say you wanted to have the the site launching, or do you know? Not really sure, but as soon as possible, actually. Uh, I want I wanted to get running as as fast as we can. Do you guys have like Santa Claus in Sweden? Yeah, of course. What's he called over there? You and Tomten. What? Jewel Thompson, we call him. How do you spell that? Oh, a J is a U, and a L, and a T, and an O, and an M, and then a T again, and an E, and an N. Jewel, Jewelman, Jewel, Jewel Thompson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Does Jewel Thompson mean something? <laughs> yeah, it means Santa Claus, man. <laughs> Because Santa Claus is just like a name, right? So, like, does Jewel, is Jewel Thompson like a word? Like, that means, like, old man or... No, 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 no. He, he is Jewel Thompson. That's it. You know, <laughs> that's a Santa Claus, man. <laughs> Fucking Jewel Thompson, man. I'm going to start yeah. calling him that. <laughs> There's just something really funny about that word. Good old Jewel Thompson. That's <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So are you uh you happy with um with Never Say Never then your your latest Yeah, super happy. H how many tracks does Yuana sing on the song? There is an eight track album, right? So she sings she sings eight tracks. Uh but the last one is a queen cover. Right, right. Which, uh, she does amazingly, I think. So uh so are you and uh, Johanna like dating or what? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if you ever want to, you know, send me some candid photos. Oh, oh, I got to go. Uh do you have anything uh you like to say before I let you go? I think I'm good. I'm just going to well, wish everybody a Merry Christmas, then. Oh, yeah, dude. You have a Merry Christmas, and I hope uh, Yule Thompson brings you uh, delights. Yeah, and I think I would also send my regards from Johanna as well. She wishes everybody a Merry Christmas, too. And Cool. All right. Well, it was good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, the same. And uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk again in the uh, in the new year. See ya. You know, Richard Ramirez, serial killer, killed lots of people, night slasher. So, I'm getting some dark territory here. <laughs> <laughs>
I just picturing him in like the 80s where, you know, Los Angeles walking down the streets, summer heat, just looking for a victim or something. sampled a lot of like sharpening knives so a lot of the like the percussion sounds is like a shing shing okay okay cool yeah so i don't know if anybody picked that up and it's okay if you guys didn't i just worked really hard on the song don't worry about it <laughs> wasn't that lyric that gave it away in the middle where a voice comes in and goes richard ramirez <laughs> gonna kill you secrets it's secrets <laughs> that reminds me of that conan o'brien skit that's exactly what i was doing nice my favorite were the ones they did with um when they first started doing them wait who was the first one it was it was um shatner oh was it was, was shatner yeah shatner was the first ones and he's like how do i stay so youthful i drink the blood of young runaways <laughs> secrets yes <Yeah>, secrets because <laughs> originally it was always shatner and then when it wasn't Shatner, it was Mr. Sulu. And then Tom Hanks was in there. And yeah, and then they just started throwing in like just any celebrity doing like the, the secrets thing. But at first they were like trying to connect it to the Shatner ones. Oh, interesting. And the John Ritter one was funny too. I was like the random, uh, what was it? Walker, Texas Ranger lover or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That the was great, yeah. <laughs> you and I are like the same age. So like it was high school was when I was huge into Conan. Right. And I'd like, you know, tape it every night and then watch it the next day. Yeah. There is some stuff in there that still makes me cry thinking about like how funny it was. Just when the show was just so weird and so dark. Like there are some jokes mm -hmm. that I still laugh at just because I'm like, I'm so surprised they did them because of how dark they were. They they don't do that stuff anymore. Like the super dark stuff. No, no. Or just the super weird things. Yeah. Do you remember this one? It was like, they would take those like headlines or like the the sales ads. That was my favorite. That's the one I'm I'm talking about one from that. And it was- Are you talking about the pool boy? Yes. One? Yes. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> love that one that's my favorite one it showed a picture of an above ground pool had a picture of a kid in the pool but he was transparent yes and then the caption said jimmy's ghost says this is the above ground pool i died in i can't believe we were talking about the what are the odds of fucking guys on tv for fucking 16 years that you and i would both be referencing the same joke from the same segment
Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's my favorite one, man. I know. So dark and so wrong, but when it the first time I saw it, it just caught me so off guard. Right, right. Wow. That's great, man. Are we related? I don't know. I think I got to sit on this for a while. I'm just going to sit here and th- think for a moment. Let's talk about uh, track number four. Now, this is a remix. Mm-hmm. I think you pronounce it Lua Verde, right? It's it's Green Glow. Is he French or Italian? No, he's French. It wouldn't be Verte then. No? I think it would be Verte. Uh, fuck me. I'll, I'll, <laughs> one of these days I'll talk to him and then he can say it and I'll take that voice sample and just throw it in. Bonjour from France. This is Michael Bon and my artist name is pronounced Lurvert. Lurvert. I fucked it up. Anyway. So you don't say the T's? You wouldn't say Verte. Okay. And unless there was an accent aigu over the E, you know, that little line? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be... <laughs> I'm keeping this all in. I, I'm, I'm not okay. even gonna, I'm not going to edit this one. This is like... <laughs> this is gold. Here. Beyond sin. This is what two morons sound like trying to pronounce a French word. What? How do you say it? I think it's pronounced Louis Vert. I think it's Louis Verti. Now get out your titties. <laughs> When you talk to people like I've been doing, and I run into this every so often when I'm like, oh, shit, like, how do I say it? Like, you know, um, Vincenzo's buddy, Patrick, Patrick Rizzi, who has his own thing, right? Like, Shio Zed. Yeah. But he's Italian, so does he say it differently? Like, I say I say Zed because I'm Canadian, and I think Z is only the American way of saying Z, right? Like, right. I don't think, I don't think any other English-speaking country says Zed as Z, except you. Personally, you. (laughs) Exactly. I'll speak for a whole country. (laughs) (laughs) No, see, and I always thought it was Shiozi. Shiozi. Hi, this is Patrick Rizzi, and it is pronounced Shiozi. Now get back to the show, and don't forget to buy my album, Science of the Night. We now return to the Transformers. It was one of my favorite. Jeez, I can't even say this. Louis Verde. I don't know. How do I say his name? Bonjour from France. My artist name is pronounced Lovert. How am I going to say this, Andy? That's not my name. (laughs) Don't say my name out loud on an open channel. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about this remix. (laughs) I'm just going to say Louis Verde. Sure. Okay, so Regrets is one of my favorite tracks by Lua Verde, and um, I think this is, I mean, this is like over a year ago, and I'm trying to remember it. I wanted to do a remix of one of his songs, and he told me, sure, go ahead, because Lua Verde, he actually helped me out a lot get into the scene. Okay. He's helped me out a lot and pointed me out into a lot of right directions and has always been um, very supportive of me so i was like well you know i gotta do a remix of one of the songs mm-hmm. so i picked regrets that's pretty much the story of that <laughs> so <laughs> no, i like I, it i know i like it it's really interesting jake
So, and then he also wanted me um, to do a music video of it. So I chose Footloose <laughs> to do a music video. It was it was kind of cool. And at that time frame, I was watching a lot of Footloose, and I was like, huh, there's a lot of people regretting in this movie regrets so let's kind of segue into that somehow <laughs> uh it was fun and uh it was my first actual remix of of another person's music yeah and it was just a lot of fun to like take your style and change their style into your style We'll move along here to track number five, which is called Teenage Suicide, and then in brackets, demo version. It was never, uh, there's no final version of it. I just, I've tried to go back to that song numerous of times, and it just, it doesn't work out. My brain doesn't work that way anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> it's staying as a demo version. It's it's not going to change anymore. So yeah, it was my first attempt to try to do like a dancer kind of style. Okay. You know, you know, something that you would hear like maybe like a goth club or 80s night. Mm -hmm. Heathers was the movie that I sampled from. It was kind of like this juxtaposition where it's a dark thing, you know, teenage suicide, but it's got a dancer kind of feel to it. For me, that's kind of how like the movie was too. You know, it's a really dark undertone, but everybody's really happy on the surface. can't believe we were talking about the same Conan O'Brien thing. I know, man. <laughs> that's like overshadowing the rest of this conversation because like that's that's one joke from a segment that was full of jokes from a show that had what like 200 like episodes a year from a very specific year from a guy who did that show for 16 years. Right. That's a uh, mind-blowing. I know. That's that's a needle in a haystack. Let's talk a bit about track number six, which I'm assuming has something to do with RoboCop. This is Nuke Remastered.
I'm having trouble. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a quote <laughs> from the film. Or and then there was the one from the uh, that's kind of similar from part one. It was like, "Come quietly, or there will be trouble." trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's about RoboCop two and nuke and drugs and it's remastered <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's uh it was also my first kind of uh experience going into electro kind of style right so i'm still finding trying to find what i want to do with my music and protector 101 and i think it turned out pretty good so and the remastered thing is i added different types of drum sounds different eqs here and there right just the bass and stuff so that's nuke I think it's a fun track. What's your favorite uh, role that uh, Tom Noonan has ever played, who is Kane, but also briefly in the movie Heat? Mm-hmm. I like his role in Heat. I do too, yeah. He's, he's got no way to grab. <laughs> right. <laughs> he talks about schematics and, yeah. and numbers and... <laughs> So do you have um, like all your videos that you've done on YouTube or anything? I do. Like all of them? Mm-hmm. I've, I've got quite a few, yeah. i got to check them out. AndyLast.com. You can see Cat Kick. That's like the one that gets the most hits. It's a, it's a five-second video. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give you a hint as to what happens. They cook meth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very quick retelling of Homer's Odyssey. Cool. In, in five seconds. Tell me about uh, track number seven, Clowns with a K. I knew you were going to say that. Mm. <laughs> so this one was uh, uh, inspired by Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, that movie's awesome. God, it's one of my favorites. What you going to do? Knock my block off. <laughs> and the song. That, that that song is so good. Like, I don't think people get enough credit for, like, how good the, the Killer mm-hmm. Clowns song is. Totally, yeah. yeah. It's a great fucking song. What you gotta do with all those pies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is how, is how goofy that film is, but then how really, like, twisted and strange the sequence is when the clown uses the police chief as, like, a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, yeah. That's creepy. I love the way he moves. Like, he actually, like, did a really good job. Yeah. The way he, like, kind of does, like, these, like, this weird kind of smile and stuff. Like, that scene's great.
clowns. It was also my first time. Uh, I wanted to do like a Tangerine Dream kind of arpeggio because that's all that song is, is just pretty much one arpeggio throughout the entire thing with a few sound clippets here and there. Right. And it was also like my first track that didn't have any kind of beats or anything. It was strictly kind of ambient, experimental kind of stuff, which was kind of going into my soundtrack phase. Right, right, right. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what I have memorized, without even looking at the webpage. I'll take your word for it. I've thought long and hard about this release. I originally had wanted this to be Protector 101's second release, and making it a full LP. Well, that was over a year ago, and nothing has been done with these tracks. <laughs> you know, this is exactly how I was, like, picturing my voice to sound when I was writing it out. What happened was, my <laughs> sound changed. I had just started the Protector 101 project, so I was still finding myself at the time, so to speak. My initial vision of P101 has changed quite a... Now, when you write P101, do you want people to say P101, or do you still want it to be Protector 101 in their heads? Protector 101. But you could say P101. Well, no, just when I, some people, you know, like, they do the short form, but, like, I don't know if they like, you know, people to actually say it that way. It's fine. It's, yeah, they can say it whatever way they want it. The project has gone from dance tunes to soundtrack style, while keeping those hard-hitting beats, as you can see with the progression of this release. So, that was a problem. I wasn't making this style of the genre anymore, so they just sat there, collecting digital dust. It's true. So instead of doing nothing with these tracks, I give you the closest completion of Neon Cully there is. I was hesitant, but I've also included the very first Protector 101 track, Neon Highway, as a bonus for your pleasure slash displeasure. It's crude, and it's horrible, but at least it can give you a vision of where it all started. Best regards. So it's kind of like Gossip Girl, you know, the way that show Gossip Girl would end? <laughs> so this is sort of like, you know, XOXO Protector 101. <laughs> to be honest with you, I never really watched all of it. My wife did. I want that to be absolutely clear. Right, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the final track of the release. Okay. Which is track number eight. It is called Desire and it is four minutes and eight seconds. And if you hover over it, it says download. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is uh, like when I started getting really into the dark stuff. Mm. For me, like this, this track was, yeah. Cocaine. Is that what you mean? Cocaine, yes. You got it, yeah. Are we talking Are we talking black tar heroin or what? <laughs> well, we... <laughs> wow, this might be the stupidest episode I release. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome.
tell me about this track. Uh, yeah, so Desire is like, um, this is kind of like getting into my stuff that I pretty much do now. Wasn't so much uh, polished as my tracks that I do now, but kind of in my head, it was like actually the like one of the first tracks that I was planting a seed of like a scene. Mm-hmm. and was about like a heist robbers or jewelry thieves were like looking at these diamonds through the glass and like how much they're are they worth and like looking at cameras and stuff which is really weird because i just played the grand theft auto the jewelry mission how did you do it did you do the gas or did you do the go in guns blazing with the gas okay yeah, i did that as well yeah i didn't go in guns a blazing who'd you do for your hacker i chose the dude who i met yeah yeah, right. And that's who I chose, too. I was going to go with that girl that was like, her stats were like really high. You do get penalized, apparently. Like, I thought I thought it was going to be more natural, but it really just feels like if you choose the cheap guy for the job, they will screw up. Like, that seems to be what I got from that first heist. Right, same here. Because it's pretty much, yeah, because every guy I chose, like, oh, I chose one of the getaway dudes to be crappy and he crashed his bike. Mm. And then I, I chose the guy from Apple to be my hacker and then he ran out of time or something and so we didn't get as much getaway time or something because he was yeah we had to we had to leave problem cops don't like me so i don't like cops (laughs) that wraps up neon collie by protector 101 it does well unless you want to talk about the bonus track Might as well. You already got me on the phone here. Yeah, I don't want it. Actually, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. You don't have to. To be honest with you, you set it up like it's this piece of crap, but I actually think it's a cool song. You think so? Yeah, I liked it. It is what it is, you know? It's just, I don't know, it's very primitive to me. Mm. The layering on it is just like, I don't know. It reminds me of like uh, early techno music, like from the 90s, like mid-90s, you know? So that was literally your first track or like the first one that you mean, you must have made things before that that just didn't become songs. Uh, No, that was the very first Protector 101 track. Really? Very, very first one. Were you even going by Protector 101 at that point or was that just a... Nope. I still didn't have a name. I did Neon Highway Vision 
and uh, uh, Fighting Spirit. Those three tracks were the the very first three. Okay. It was two names I was thinking of. It was Protector 101, and it was uh, and I can't remember the model of his gun, but it was Robocop's gun. Oh right, right, right. I can't remember it though. It's like T something nine. Oh shit! I don't even know that. And I've seen the film. Do they say it in the film? Or is this something you're supposed to catch because it's like written on the side of it or something? There it is. It just says the Auto 9. Auto 9. Yeah, I don't know if they say it. Guns, guns, guns. <laughs> I had to do that thing. Because <laughs> they're playing tonight. Hey, tonight. And I never miss a game. <laughs> I'd like to do his whole speech, but since it involves racial slurs, like I, I feel weird repeating it. Come on, Saul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Neon Highway, it's about um, an arcade game called Stun Runner. It's one of the big ones where you actually sit down on it. I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if anybody knows what Chuck E. Cheese is, but it's like a pizza place kind of meant for kids. And a big mouse comes and greets you. But they also had really kick-ass arcades at the same time. And they had the Stun Runner game. And you get on it, and it's like you're on a bike, but it's like um, it's like a space game. But you're on a, like this crazy, like, hovercraft yeah 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 i remember they had it on free play on accident i think Ooh. so yeah the whole entire like two hours i was there i was just playing that game nice so <laughs> yeah that was that was a good moment in my life <laughs> god that would have been amazing when i was a kid i, I used to love mortal kombat 2 <sighs> and i used to fucking pump quarters into that fucker and uh mm -hmm. that would have been great to have not paid for <laughs> right <laughs> i wonder if you could like add up all the quarters that you put in from your entire life i know i never went nuts like i lived in a small town so like there wasn't an arcade there although at one point there was a video store that had a Mortal Kombat 2 machine in it. But even then, I didn't really play it that often. So you weren't one of those guys that lined up the quarters? No, no, fuck no. On the top. <laughs> no, if, if, if ever I played arcade, it was like I had four quarters at the most. You know what I mean? Like I never yeah. had a ton of cash as a kid. No, I mean, same here. I mean, we'd like drop in. My grandparents would buy a lotto ticket and, get, and they would give me 50 cents. And I played like Ghouls and Ghosts or Street Fighter 2 or something like that. I guess Stun Runner probably would have been like a dollar one back in the day, even like if it was the ones you rode in. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was definitely like a 75 center. And like the game like Hard Driving. I don't know if you remember that arcade game. That was another one. And it's supposed to simulate real driving. It was like a dollar, dollar <laughs> fifty. You die, like give you two lives and you die like the first like 20 seconds. So <laughs> This is what happened if you drove in real life, you stupid kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do drugs. So arcades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss them. I feel bad for the new new generation of kids. Well, it's also nice just to have really awesome games at your house. You know, when I was a kid, I just wanted them with me. Like I didn't, I never really liked the atmosphere of the arcade. I just liked the games. Like I always thought, wouldn't it be cool if you could go here at nighttime when there wasn't any stupid people? Like I just. <laughs> I like the atmosphere of the game, of the arcades. I never thought it was cool. I mean, I could have also been going to a shitty arcade. Like I liked the idea of a giant room full of video games. Right. I don't know that I necessarily liked a giant room full of fools playing them. I think you meant foos. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I pitied them, but, you know, I... Oh, of course you yeah. did. <laughs> Hi, 
I forgot how uh, Canadians pronounce Mario. I do too, though. I say Mario when I just say his name straightforward, but I say Super Mario when I have the word super in front of it. Interesting. It's wrong, though. Like, we're supposed to say Mario. Like, I think when people say Mario, it's just, it, it is a mistake. Like, I don't know, it's necessarily like a Canadian thing more than it is like just, it's the same with, you know, when people say Ryu in Street Fighter, it's actually supposed to be Ryu, but everyone Ryu. says, everyone says Ryu or... Mario Brothers. See, see, what do I say? If I say, yeah, Mario Brothers, I'd say Mario Brothers, but I would say Super Mario. And I say, Mar- and I say Mario Kart. And I say, uh, Supper Smash Brothers. <laughs> Just up here in Canada, we just pronounce certain things really strangely. Up here, we call it Grand Theft Utah. <laughs> Le Grand Theft. Yeah, 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 I like Le Grand Theft. That's awesome. It's really weird up in Canada. But man, you guys have great uh, music. A lot of great bands. Yeah, like uh, Celine Dion. <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> that was Dion. Yeah, yeah. Cyline. Uh... <laughs> Cyline Dion. Am I going to... Uh... Am I going to subject my listeners to this <laughs> is the real question of today's episode? I think you should. <laughs> so maybe do it as a bonus track. Well, this, this whole episode was supposed to be a bonus. You're a bonus. Thanks, man. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe we were thinking about that same uh, skit. No, me neither, man. That's nuts. That is nuts. That's going to take some serious reflection on my part. <laughs> Anyways, dude. Well, we should probably wrap this up because we've been talking for a very long time. But it was good catching up with you, man. That was fun. Totally. Yeah, this was this is great. We should do it again sometime. We'll talk about your Halloween one for another two hours. Yay! <laughs> but I'll probably talk to you before then anyways because uh, when GTA goes online, you do have a headset, right? No. What? I don't have headsets. Why would I have headsets? I don't play online. Can I use a Bluetooth headset? You can, but they're a pain in the ass to pair with the machine. Get the Sony one. Uh Uh-huh. The official PlayStation headset. It's like 100 bucks Canadian, so I'm assuming it's the same in the States. Jesus. But you don't have to set it up. Like, it doesn't require any setup. You just put, like, a USB dongle in the front of the uh, PlayStation. Excuse me? Uh, You heard me. And uh, (laughs) you put the... (laughs) Do you put it in slowly? You have to prep it first, right? Because, like... (laughs) Yeah, well, you got to play some soft music and... uh dim the lights <laughs> you should prep itself for a hundred bucks man <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> once you put the thing in you put the yeah. then the headset it, it just pairs with the system like you don't need to like go into settings and say like what type is your what brand is your thing you know what i mean like it just knows what's your blood type yeah, exactly yeah because <laughs> i'm tired of telling that to my game systems <laughs> Typo negative. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you need to know this? You know what else I love? You know that clip? Garbage day. Garbage day. Classic. I love that so much, dude. I've been saying that, actually. This is really, really weirding me out now. Because <laughs> I've been saying garbage day the past couple days. <laughs> and now you bring up garbage day. I just love garbage day. <laughs> garbage day. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, this is nonsense. Yes. We got, <laughs> you, have a, you have a good evening, and it was good catching up with you. Yeah, ditto, man. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk again. All right, take care, Andy. All righty, that was Jake Freeman again. I want to thank him for being on the show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you can pick up the album we've been talking about this whole show, uh, Neon Collie. And also, since this interview was recorded, there was also a Halloween 
uh, release he put out uh, called Black Friday, which was also cool. So you can check out both of those things. I will post the links on the website. And uh, I'd also like to thank uh, the lovely people who did uh, cameos this episode. So I want to thank uh, Patrick Rizzi from uh, Shio Zed and uh, his album. I can't say it as cool as he did, but uh, Science of the Night. Uh, which you can check out. I'll post a link for that. And of course, uh, thanks to Sam Hegblad and his latest album, Never Say Never, which I will also post the links to on the page as well. And of course, thank you to Michael Brun, who is with me now. Et euh, maintenant, euh, sur le programme, euh, je parle avec euh, Michael Brun. Euh, il aime beaucoup de musique et euh, j'aime beaucoup de musique. As, uh, wait, is it la musique? It's la musique. Uh, la musique, yeah. La musique. Euh, il aime beaucoup la musique, euh, j'aime beaucoup la musique euh, aussi. Euh, donc, euh, Jodassin, euh, le... Euh, Jodassin. <laughs> I run out of French words very quickly. But anyways, man, uh, how's it going? I'm good, and you? I'm all right. What's the weather like in France right now? In south of France, it's uh, very hot, especially in summer, and always sunny, always good weather. Perfect. This makes me happy. <laughs> My grandparents used to live in a place called Perpignan. Oh, yeah, Perpignan, yeah. yeah. Is that South France? I'm very bad for, for the geography of France. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm just curious, now that the episode is over, how much does it hurt your ears when you hear people pronounce l'urvert? I didn't have so much like occasion to hear that, but I saw that people have some difficulty with it. And uh, it's funny, you know, like I choose a French uh, artist name. So, mm -hmm. you know, you expect that people have some difficulty for to pronounce it. This podcast, it turns out that the, the theme of the show has, has been pronunciation. There's been a <laughs> lot of pronunciation uh, tips and tricks for people to pronounce uh, certain words. If you had any tips... If you were trying to explain to somebody, how would you walk me through it? So it's lure, comme ça, lure. For American speakers, you should like try to say it like lure and don't try to say it in French because you will, I think you will have some difficulty to say it, but like... <laughs> you will fail. <laughs> if you say lure, it will be fine, but it, in fact, it's lure, you know, in, in French, but lure, uh, lure. lure. Yeah. And if you say lure vert as an English speaker, it's fine. It's quite near to how it should be because it's lure vert in French, actually. Yeah. Vert and not verte or like. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that I knew. Verte is very Italian, you know, and <laughs> it's not French at all. Like the, to say verte like that. Yeah. Talk to me a bit about you just uh, you released an album, right? Yeah, an EPM. And it was my very first EP, actually. And uh, it took me a lot of time, you know. It took me, like, kind of two years, you know, since I am in the scene, in the synthwave scene. But you are... Um, you're also the man behind the scenes with uh, aphasia, right? Yeah. Um, again, about pronunciation. <laughs> oh, how do, how do, oh, good. I fucked that up, too, eh? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Okay, you tell me how you say it. Yeah, okay. Um, I know that Americans say aphasia, but in fact, I say aphasia. In fact. Aphasia. aphasia? Yeah, aphasia records, yeah. Today's a very important day for a lot of people. <laughs> We've learned yeah. lure vert or lure vert. Uh, we've got uh, Patrick Reese and Shio Zed and then Sam Hegblad and now aphasia. So what about the EP you just uh, you just released then? Tell me a bit about that one. 
First of all, how do you how do you pronounce it? Cristalica. On this EP, you've got some pretty epic songs on it, eh? Because there's like a nine minute track on there. Yeah, it's like a, an odyssey. It's like a story, in fact, and it's um, it's like a, a travel uh, back in the time as well of um, of my old tracks because there is some two of three like melody from like my older tracks. Yeah, this song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, this song's wicked, man. Thanks. Yeah, that's an awesome song, dude. I love that song. I took the, the melody from it for Crystallica. I did it like another version. And uh, there is as well the melody of Space Rider, like my very first track I composed, you know, mm-hmm. that I included inside. And there is as well a variation of the melody of your vet's theme. Well, that's cool, dude. I was like quite perfectionist in the in the way of like, I did like so many mix, you know, on the tracks. I'm, I did so many changes. All of these things evolved, you know, in such a long time, and it makes you able after to to realize to to do something that you are after finally proud because of all of this work you did, you know, on it. Thanks for uh, for popping in and, and helping us uh, pronounce. <laughs> no problem, anytime. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was it was good talking to you. Yeah, it was a great pleasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, take care, dude. You too. And that's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed all my guests. Tune in to the next one, which is the season finale special Christmas episode. Although it has nothing to do with Christmas in so much as I'm going to be dropping the episode near Christmas. It's a lot of fun. Uh, We got a very special guest. I'll give you a little hint as to who it is. It's um, Le Cassette. And that's all I have to say to you. So have a lovely day. The end.